Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It is The Daily Talk Show, episode 184. Happy Friday, my friends. Oh, there's a bit of a there's pep in your voice. This is Eve. High energy. This is Eve of our first New York show. Uh, yep. Well, we've got a whole weekend together before our actual show next week releases, but 185, I won't be on the other side of the world from you and I'll be sitting right next to you. You're catching a flight in how long? Um, uh, I'll be at the airport at this time in 24 hours, so 24 hours away. Oh, really? So it's Saturday morning that you... Um that you're flying out. Yeah, Saturday morning I fly out. Um, there's a, I, I'm in this thing where I, I want to try and brainstorm with you today of ways that I can access the Qantas Lounge because I don't have, I don't have status. So, but I really want to get into you the know lounge. What? Fuck status. No, fuck status. <laughs> I have, I've gone full circle on this. Um, Bree and I were in, uh, where were we? In Croatia. And it turns out that we were on a Star Alliance flight, but for some roundabout reason, we couldn't get into the lounge. And um, I spent two hours, we got there really early, and I spent that two hours trying to get in on the phone to Lufthansa and just like I was ropeable about like using Skype, sp- speaking to supervisors, had one person, one supervisor say, are you... It turns out that like I was, I asked someone at Lufthansa a few days before um, because it was one of those code share flights. And I said, will I have access to the lounge? And they said, yes. Yeah. And then I get to the lounge and they said, oh no, you, you don't get, don't get access. Sorry. With, um, with your status. They're, they're and, pretty brutal um, these days. There's no, there's no messing around. Like I remember years ago. So it's, last flight I had to, to New York. Um, to LA, I was, it was 2012 and I talked my way into the Qantas lounge. Have I told you about how yeah. I got in? Uh, no, I can't remember. Uh, I, you've done it a few times, I feel. Yeah. Well, this one, I, I, th- I thought it was a great idea because they, they actually give out, um, like some of the, the PR team. I don't know if they actually do this anymore, but they have like card passes. So you can actually have this physical card that you take up and you're like, I've got an access uh, for you know the lounge today, um, you know it's just a promotional thing. Or someone in Qantas gave yeah. me this card, and so what I did was my friend told me about these cards, and she showed me that she had one. And I was like, "Fuck, I'll go up and say that I've left my card at home. I was given it by the PR team, and I'm really sorry, but you know I was in a rush this morning, and so I did that, and I was so hungover." just before the flight I'd been out the night before and she said yeah no worries sweetheart that's fine she was an older older woman and she <laughs> comes straight through and so I went in and it was just Perfect. a lifesaver but I but I thought the thing with Qantas is you get the sort of the motherly uh people who can um will let you in they're yeah, pretty well, easy on you I think if it's young young person, I think the young generation just like nah, this this guy's a flog. Yeah, or we're on to you. Absolutely. So, do you reckon I roll with that, or I? Yeah. So I, I like that idea. I think what you could even do is extend it further. See what uh, Qantas is doing with corporate promotions at the moment. So oh yeah. say, 
for instance, um, yeah, you could see if they're if they're uh, sponsoring any festivals. Like if it was say if it was Virgin, yeah, I'd probably say that you um that you have some sort of ties with the footy clubs like oh, AFL yeah. because they they sponsor the the AFL. But I think you just find out Qantas sponsorships, see what they're sort of sponsoring from a corporate level. Maybe yeah. do that. It's pretty. <laughs> It's a lot of work. I know, I know. Mate, it's not as much work as spending two and a half hours because I'll walk up, try once and fuck off, go get a shitty yeah. latte from It's not worth the it though. I, but the thing is you'll get, a sh- <laughs> you'll get a shitty latte in the lounge anyway. I'm just... Yeah, I, but I might get a smoothie, I've, Josh. I might get one of the banana <laughs> smoothies that they walk around handing out. <laughs> so I think the Qantas Lounge is a little bit uh, better than Virgin in a lot of ways. International. But, um, yeah. But it's, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm I'm over I'm over the lounges. I don't care that much. Hey, we we um we got a question on Reddit. Oh yeah, uh, which you know always promoting our Reddit uh, our subreddit reddit.com <laughs> forward slash r. But if you listen the daily talk show, but if you do listen, maybe six shows back, you won't hear us talk about it because <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's only been a week. But it's actually it's yeah, and as it's Russ Keys it. pointed out, it was very close to being Cora. And just like I went from speaking about Cora to a very quick tangent to Reddit. But yeah. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but um, the one thing about before I, I read this question, um, the one thing with Reddit is people have really weird um, usernames. Mm, mm. Very hard to work out who's talking. Yeah, it's. It's basically everyone who used to have a Hotmail account from when they were 13 has just taken yeah. that username and put it into their Reddit. Because <laughs> they're all doing seedy shit on there, I think. You know, like <laughs> leaking nudes or something. Because it's got that, Reddit's got that background as well, I think. It's got the vibes for sure. It's, it, yeah. It's not as filthy as something like 4chan, I don't think. But it's, um, I think Reddit is sort of a high class version of 4chan, maybe. Yeah, it's it's very bare bones the interface. Like it, mm. it's um, but like I said to people uh, recently, you know, from like I need I I'd been taken there because there's some link that I just clicked on, but I'd never been there because I sort of wanted to or needed to be. Whereas like <laughs> it is yeah. actually more enjoyable when you go there for a reason. And this is like the, the if you haven't sort used of like Reddit, a cafe. <laughs> Yeah, you enjoy the experience, but fuck, I tell you what, I'd never go there if I hadn't been asked to um, go down and get my boss a coffee. The thing is, you go there for the coffee and you never expect to get the orange poppy seed cake, (laughs) but um, (laughs) you do it and you enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's good when you get there. Yeah, but so we've got um, uh, Enkiju writes, explain wolf wolf. It is literally in every episode and I have no idea what a me- what the meaning is. I remember that you explained it it's in some of the first episodes, but I have no idea now. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's from Slovakia from, from, from memory. Oh. Um, wolf, wolf. So I'm going to go really like uh, b- bare bones at the start. Wolf, wolf is me making the sound of a dog. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Barking. Um, because like in different countries or languages people like the animals sound different as in dogs no just different animals sound different no like as in different 
people with in different languages uh, make the sounds different. Like so, ducks aren't necessarily quack quack. They might be aka aka. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Um, yeah. update. So like, I mean, it's like rough, 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 rough. Roof, roof, or woof, woof, woof. or but you don't say bark, bark. <laughs> No, but if if people were to, if you were to explain to people what wolf wolf is, how would you explain it to them in regards to the context in which we're using it? The context, well, I don't have the origins um, because that's over to you, but the context is when, if I was saying something like, oh, uh, mate, last night I benched 100 kilos, five reps, and you would say? Wolf wolf. And that is because yeah, so it's it's a show flex- of masculinity. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? it's like I'm flexing masculinity in that moment, yeah. and it requires top um, dog. yeah, it's like a top dog, uh, you yeah. know, the the testosterone's running through my nuts. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's it, essentially it, what's does happening. Testosterone run through nuts? Is that how it works? Well, it's where it's produced. Testicles I've produce never actually thought testosterone. About that. It's amazing, isn't it? That's why your testicles get small when you take steroids. Because the testosterone, yeah, because it doesn't need to work. Put in, yeah. It's um. I was. I remember. I, I heard someone the other day talk about um, balding. You know how like people who are balding saying that they've got too much testosterone. I can't remember where it was that I heard this, but they were having a go at bald people just for making up some bullshit reason that they're losing their hair. Well, um, no. What? But from anyway, te- from steroids. Yeah. From from having no from, basically, <laughs> men who don't have hair, the reason yeah. they're bald is because they've got too much testosterone. <laughs> you can go you bald from this. taking steroids. Um, I think yeah. it is one of the side effects, but I don't I don't know how true that is. That's yeah. I mean, great. So the excuse. reason why it's funny I'll, when I'll, I say wolf wolf is because I'm not necessarily I don't have super masculine qualities. Yeah. So when I say wolf wolf, it gets a real big laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, Typically. Um, it, it, the funny thing, it's like it's almost you, using it in the times when you when it shouldn't be used is really funny too. <laughs> it's like the old um, your mum joke that you would have rolled out at primary yeah. school. And if you like say it in the most random situation or, that you know, the old one that probably isn't used anymore is that that's what she said. Uh, yeah, the, that's the, what she said. God, I mentioned it. How a, <laughs> a friend from overseas said that he'd still been using. That's what she. It was actually a relative of mine from <laughs> the Netherlands. He came over to our place in sort of you know 2010 or whatever. When that's what she says said was really you know shit hot, and everyone was saying it. Yeah. And he still says it as a thing, as if it's still okay. It's still a thing. Yeah. So that's um, the, I guess that's that's the origins. That's, um, and And where did you get it from? Can I just quickly, well, I just made it up. I think it was just because I was vibing off you. It actually just sort of came out of me. Yeah. But do you think you heard it somewhere? Because, I mean, it's, you always hear those stories of people who say they made something up. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, my mate. You're saying I'm a liar. My mate, well, I'm not saying you're a liar, but I'm saying that you may have heard it somewhere. You may have heard someone going, fuck, yeah, that was pretty good. Or you just stored it and then you reeled it out and then said, well, yeah. I mean, we'll claim it. We'll trademark it. Yeah. We'll patent Absolutely. it if we can somehow. And um, we'll get a jumper with it written on it. <laughs> woof, woof. I, t- talking about the, uh, the patents, I also posted in our subreddit 
about um, the makers of Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. That, Did you see this? That awful shit that goes everywhere in, in households. <laughs> Do you have Play-Doh for Bodhi yet? No, but um, it's. I think it's a bit of a thing. Like uh, my friend Charlotte, she's like, fucking get that shit. Don't you ever buy that shit for me because it goes everywhere in the house. There is like safer Play-Dohs that are like oh, um, yeah. really easy to get out of things, but some of them like melt into carpet and just absolute horrible but yeah i used to play with play-doh as a kid and then kids are making it slime i'm closer to having play-doh in my house than you are let's just say that much yeah well the um i actually this is a sort of household i was in growing up my dad hated balloons if we went to a party and brought back balloons we could basically (laughs) guarantee that he was going to have a meltdown he couldn't handle it (laughs) why what is it the the latex the rubber or yeah, no, he couldn't handle the um, the just like the mucking around. I guess three boys all hitting him and stuff. Yeah, just couldn't handle it. Funny, that is gave, funny. Gave him the shits. But anyway, so Play Doh, the the makers of Play Doh, who are called Hasbro, uh, which is a cool name, I guess. Uh, they've trademarked the smell. What? Yeah. How do you trademark a smell? And like, I can. Well, I can picture the smell though of Play-Doh, so it is. A, how a would memorable you de- describe one. the smell, and we'll see how how in line it is with what they've uh, included in the trademark. All right, it's. Um, you can't say Play-Doh-y. No. <laughs> well, that would be the the descriptive yeah, word. Be on point. God, there is like, it's it's hard. It's so hard. This is a hard one to explain. I I mean, I'd say it's, this is definitely what they wouldn't say is it smells slightly chemically, but there's. Uh, undertones of like um, baking. This is my favourite baking segment, by powder the way, that we've ever done on the Daily Talk Show. Is baking, you describing what you think. Baking soda, baking powder smell. I couldn't even. I don't know the descriptive words. Can you please read it out? So it's a um, sweet, slightly musky, vanilla-like fragrance with slight overtones of cherry and the natural smell of salted wheat-based dough. All right, mate. Fucking yeah, they've overbaked that. Jeez, got tickets yeah. on your smell. I mean, that's what it. <laughs> yeah, that real like yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Like, how can they even enforce this? <laughs> that's that's ridiculous, and I don't think there would be a like. That's one. Do you reckon that there is a massive team meeting? Like, guys, let's flesh out this smell, and and then we'll go and get that trademarked. Or patented. Yeah. Uh, well, they've probably thought about. They've probably been under attack with um, things like uh, what was the shit that you were talking about just before? Like not play doh, the stuff that's sort of like play doh, um, like a gluey substance that slime, people are like, using. Slime. There's yeah, there's yeah a they're whole like play doh are under at- under attack by slime. So they're probably like, we need to. We need to make sure that we have a foothold on this, and so they're trying to um, trademark every bit of it. Yeah, that's that is ridiculous. There's some there's a product that's like sand, but it's it it sticks together and it's actually quite cool. There's, I mean, the toys that are coming out now are ridiculous. There are so many. We've we've actually just done a massive cull on Bodhi's toys because the the reality is. Whatever you've got there is what he'll play with. And so if you just got less, yeah. he doesn't know the difference yet. 
And so <laughs> it's, 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 for, spirit. it's for our household. <laughs> we don't need yeah. a bunch of shit in our small two-bedroom apartment. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that is that is bizarre. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I don't actually ever remember owning the real deal. I remember making it with the food colouring mm, and shit like that, but I don't actually remember ever owning the tubs of real Play-Doh. Yeah, well, you'd call it... So this is this is the cut-through that their, their companies had. It's it's the Kleenex of the tissue world. It's the Hoover yeah. of the vacuum world, the Play-Doh. People referred to creating yeah. that stuff, that you know smushy stuff. Let's make some Play-Doh. Well, no, you're not because uh, you're not making yeah. it cherry-scented with some undertones of bullshit coming through. Um, exactly. It's like even though when I'm searching on Bing, I still say I'm Googling. <laughs> Do you actually search on Bing? Think, what nah, the fuck is nah, Bing? I, I remember thinking on Bing. No, Bing is still a thing. But the Bing is still a thing. That will be the title of today's episode. But the um, <laughs> I actually saw, I get like an industry um, rundown of different things like, you know, search, marketing. And um, there was a whole thing on what Bing was doing at the moment. So it's still, and, it's amazing to think that there's still people who would obviously use Bing. Yeah, well, I mean, it probably cost a lot of money to keep running. What's Bing worth? That's yeah. my favourite go-to. What's Bing okay, worth? Yeah. What's your guess? Uh, <laughs> a lot. A Bing in dollars. There you go. <laughs> woof, woof. No, I think probably, see, woof, woof. Bad example. Woof, woof should not have been used there. The only reason I used woof, woof in that context was I was thinking that um, – I was just chucking it out there. It seemed like a blokey thing to do, which is just fucking chucking out facts when you don't have any clue. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, what is what is it worth? According to this site, I don't know how how much uh, how much credibility this site has. Bing dot com is worth three point two billion dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, that sounds right. There's, an, I mean, the uh, thing is that it's 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 just like it's owned by Microsoft. Yeah. So, oh, and, here we go. Um, Power set. The company yeah. who created Bing was bought by Microsoft for a hundred million in um twenty eight yeah. sorry two thousand and eight. But get this: in two thousand and eleven, Google paid Mozilla one billion to keep Google as the default search engine for Firefox for at least another year. That's crazy. Yeah, so much. It's money. insane. All these numbers. Well, how about this? Facebook bought Instagram for a billion dollars. So wasn't and it two now, or something? Two billion? I think it was. I think it was a bill. You can double check. Yeah, it was. A, but I, I think I heard. I think I heard um, the other day that the the revenue was um, over four billion a year that Instagram's bringing in. Mm. So that turned out to be a bloody good investment for Facebook. Um, no, they bought WhatsApp for nineteen billion. Yeah, this is it's crazy. The the dude. Um, the thing, the funny thing about the guy who created Instagram, he's got like, I thought he'd have way more followers. I thought they'd do something to his algorithm, get his numbers up. But for yeah. the dude who well, he's invented just left, it, you know that. Oh, did he? Yeah. So because <laughs> he couldn't get his, his follow, um, Mark Mark put an algorithm out to stop his followers from exactly. going up. <laughs> no, well, so the um, there's a big um, there's been a bunch of stories. I haven't read into them too much, but essentially. Uh, it was sort of at the beginning when Facebook were buying all of these companies. Yeah, the idea that they was the companies would work independently with their founders, mm. original founders, to sort of 
work autonomously and you know integrate with Facebook, but it wasn't like Facebook was going to take over the whole thing. But there's been a massive shift, and um, the two Instagram founders have left left Facebook apparently because of um, issues that they've had with uh, Zuckerberg. Yeah, well, so, I mean, um, a lot of founders um, stay on at companies because it's a part of their payout deal for years. I mean, sure, yeah. they probably love the company, but you know, a lot of people do stay on to keep um, to keep that money coming in. Um, Kevin yeah. is the the dude man. He was born in nineteen eighty three. So, like, I've heard the stories of that of how they came up with that and the company it was before and. It's just so interesting. Well, it started off as like a check-in type of type of app, and then um, mm. the other thing too is to consider how far it's gone. Like if you go as an experiment, go through to my Insta- my personal Instagram. This is for the listeners. You don't have to do this. You could do it if you want to, and just scroll back to my first post, and you will just see how different Instagram was. Like every Insta- one of the main features with Instagram was adding a border. Oh. Every photo had a border on it. Cheesy. It was, and it was just like, and it was shot on because the phone's cameras were so shit, they were sort of more filtered. They were like, they weren't meant to look glossy. They were meant to look almost like a um, a vintage shitty camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the filter. It was like put the crappy date or something. I don't even know if it was, yeah. a, it just threw a bunch of numbers in there. Um. Yeah, yeah. I've just done it and I've seen Bodie multiple times on your Instagram, my son. Oh, really? And giving him a lot of love. Yeah. What I, what I love thinking, and I know it's just, it's probably silly, but I like thinking what I'm doing at the moment and like thinking about the story that I'd tell if we just got uber successful. If like Facebook Kevin, bought the daily talk show. Yeah. Well, I think. It's it's a good sort of filter to run. It's it's probably you a didn't bit laugh like then. It's a bit is. like dreaming. It's a bit like thinking about what you'll spend your money on when you win Tats Lotto. What your life would look like. Yeah. But it's like if you think yeah. in this moment and what we're doing and and grinding away, that story that you tell down the track when I don't know what the success is. This is the thing, right? It's so silly in your head because you yeah. have, I haven't actually thought about what that is, but you can. But you can get no, it is fun. fun. It is that thinking. It's the the thinking that I mean, our numbers are growing. We've been like we're growing every month. We get like about I worked it out. That's one point seven new listeners every single uh, episode. So with two hundred and eighty episodes, or you know, two hundred and eighty four episodes that we've done, we get over you know three hundred and twenty listeners per episode. And the thing is that that like if you go back to the beginning, when we first started, our first twenty episodes had at the beginning, I think around like twenty downloads per app. Mm. We don't have a profile. Like the, this is the thing, we don't have any profile. But there's um, all right, mate. Speak to so yourself. Like I was on the project last week. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I've made it. But, the, but but it's amazing. Like um, uh, Jim Watts. Uh, who I love following and she does like um, she's very sort of like beauty focused night so I think she started a a, um, a podcast and um, I'll, I'll link it up on uh, Reddit but she's like smashing it already the amount of people who are engaging like the, podcasting is so good for people who have an existing audience yeah and that's probably like one of the interesting things with us is it's like 
we have to play a bit of a different game because it's just like we literally we're building on the podcast as our first thing versus most people are bloggers or YouTubers or Instagrammers or, you know, entrepreneurs and then they're doing a podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the danger of that is the quality of podcasts for anyone who just starts a podcast is just that new to podcasting. And so there is that um, instant audience at a time when you haven't polished up your your skills yeah. and I'm not talking. Yeah, there's definitely, there's, yeah, there's definitely, um, I've seen in the past people have underestimated, like Gemma's a great example of someone who's like, she put so much, you can hear the effort that she put into hers, mm. but there's examples where it's like people have gone guns blazing with it and yeah. really confident, but it's sort of, it hasn't translated from the thing that they were doing before. But the good thing is that we have, we know that we are probably sounding shit now, but we were sounding worse like a hundred yeah. episodes ago. Yeah. But the, and by, <laughs> by building slowly, we're able to like get better with the audience, which I think is exciting. Yeah. I, there's so many learnings, like the, even the doing this across countries over Skype is, you know, build. I feel like we've got good after how many episodes? We should have worked out today how many actual episodes we've done since being remote. Since you've been, I think overseas. it's around. Um, it's about like seventy-five. Yeah, which the the crazy. So thing nearly is, half. That's nearly half of the episodes we've done. So we've spent. That's crazy, and the, and hundred yeah. percent. There's like it is so. Cha- this has been so challenging. Um, but not so rewarding. It's like, but so rewarding at the same time. So it doesn't, that challenging, it doesn't feel like it's just all bad or all sort of uncomfortable learnings. Um, yeah. But yeah, you the other get unique thing is being a daily for us. Like it's a, that makes it a bit of a different um, ball game too. Like yeah. the fact that every single day having a conversation versus I think if we were doing this once a week, like I think I would probably overbake so many things. Like I think I would overthink. Like how would I know what to pick if we only had one hour every week? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, because you – How would you change it? How, what do you think the structure would be if we were doing it weekly? Oh, I think you could just – see, this is the thing. I don't think I would do this though. I was thinking – Take all your ideas that you have, like what we do, and we put them into the Trello board, and um, yeah. and then go through and pick the best. Whereas sometimes we pick the ones that aren't the best because we need to talk about something, but then they are great because of the interaction and banter that we do have. So they kind of yeah, so that's like the basic you, shit can be the best yeah. bits of content, right? Like sometimes we have a whole bunch of stuff to that we've outlined that we want to talk about. We don't we don't talk about any of it, and I yeah. think we would be very focused on talking about the things we've chosen if we'd taken them from mm-hmm. a big list and gone right. This is our once a week, so here they are. Yeah. Um, I think any like any radio show, and I, I compare radio show because they do it consistently. You know, five days mm-hmm. a week, a lot of them there is a whole bunch of ideas that fall flat and it's like, you know, for every viral video, there was probably a hundred that didn't do well or, you know, a bunch that didn't have the impact. And so, you know, we're not in the 
this is not a game of trying to go viral with each episode. Um, yeah. We're just in the game of talking. Fuck, I feel like... I feel like... I'm more sane doing this podcast. Like yeah. articulating my thoughts regularly is therapy. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I'm a bloke. Maybe, you know, Amy's always talking about her feelings with, you know, people and everyone. And um, maybe that's that helps her. But it's it's great to get things off your chest, especially Wolf Yeah, Wolf. I think like <laughs> I think the other thing too is the um, – showing up every day the consistency of it is i think you start to learn a lot about yourself as well Mm. because it's like not that i can really use a a gym analogy because i haven't spent (laughs) enough time at the gym but let's just use it because wolf wolf the um (laughs) there we go good use good use of wolf wolf but the um yeah like say if you're doing it say once a week or something like that i think you can you can find time throughout the week to be able to feel that vibe, to be able to be like, okay, I'm like scripted up, get ready. But doing it every single day, there's probably a quarter of the time where things might be a bit tough. Like the Mm. internet connection, like especially when we're doing it remotely, the internet connection might not be great. I mean, it's a quarter past 11 at night here. I'm in Athens. The, uh, Less than 24 hours ago, we got a text message saying that our ferry from Paros to Athens was cancelled. All mm-hmm. the boats from the island were cancelled. And we had a flight uh, in Athens in a day and a half that to be able to get to New York for us to meet. And so we, ended up, we had to find there was only one flight out of Paros. And we managed to to get that flight just before. But all these things that can be happening. Mm. And I think that you, you start to be, when you're talking and articulating and communicating for an audience, all of a sudden you start to hear your um, thought process a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of learning about yourself committing to these things. Yeah. And um, a lot of um, your mum learning about you because she listens to the podcast, so... My mum says, I, I, "I've learnt more. I, I've learnt more about you from the podcast than I have from you." <laughs> really? Well, she's really? here. That's one better than my mum because I don't think she listens to yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need it. We should have a listening party for your mum because she's never listened. Yeah, yeah. I think she hates the voice that I put on for her. But I, uh, maybe yeah, I would I'll, too. Maybe I'll stop. <laughs> but um, uh, Wayne uh, Wayne Peters emailed us in regard to closing the loop. We talked about the Rubik's Cube t-shirt. He said, the character on the Big Bang Theory is Dr. Sheldon Cooper, not Shelton. Oh, yeah. So, closing that loop. Uh, I mean, I'll pull Trump here. What I meant to say when I said Shelton was Sheldon. I just I just mispronounced it. Uh, it was you know slip of the tongue. I'm I'm sorry, Wayne. Classic. Uh, that is a very that's a wolf wolf thing as well. If I've ever heard one. <laughs> Sheldon. So, what are you most excited about? So, your, your flight, you um, you're leaving very soon. Yeah. What's I've, the what's going in your mind? What 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 have you got to do? What are you worried about? What are you excited about? I, uh, what's the next twenty four hours for it's you? It's six eighteen a.m. I got up this morning at just before five a.m. and I've come into the office. It's a public holiday here in Melbourne. The grand final's on tomorrow. It's a big time of year. Grand final of the AFL football, Australian football league. Uh, 
And so it's it's very much feels like a weekend here, but I'm in at work. No one's here. It's quiet. I've got to do some vacuuming and clean up the office so I can get back to something nice. Um, I'm looking forward to sitting down on the plane and doing a bunch of reading about some of the guests we've got and also editing yep. the final 7-Eleven video, the rabbit hole video. Yeah, great. I've got, I shot it yesterday awesome. and um, I'm pretty excited about this one. It's good. It's 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 def- it's probably been my longest YouTube video, um, but like a long, really sort of thoughtful video, as in how I've approached it. So I'm I'm pumped to like have the goal of all right. I'm on a 14 hour flight to LA, and then I'm on a five hour flight to New York. So I can 100% finish it and show you the final product when I get to New York. So yeah, amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to yeah getting on the plane. I, lo- I I love flying by myself. I love the adventure. Like I love getting yeah. on the you know I, I'm I, I'm challenging myself to only bring carry on luggage for an 11 day. Yeah, trip. that will that will be freeing. Um, so because I've got the connecting flight, a couple of hours um, layover, but. I was like, I don't want to have to go and think about my bag coming out the other side and then trying to take that bullshit. So yeah. I've got to um, pack the gear that I need for the podcast and I'm spending some time with my son and my wife before I go. Yeah, awesome. Pumped. Yeah, no, I think pumped. it's ex- it feels like an exciting time. This I'm super pumped for the US. I think that it's going to be, um, even if nothing massive comes out of it, I think like it's... I see it as like a massive milestone for mm. what we're doing and I know that it's going to be one of those things that we look back at. It's like how fucking cool was it that we like <laughs> with no real financial reward went yeah. and did the thing that we wanted to do. Yeah, you know what? It's the trip that I did in 2012, suck on that Jules Lund. Um, yeah. It sounds like I'm just dissing Jules Lund but that's what the whole <laughs> web series was about, YouTube it. Um, it was this, we spend a bunch of money going on a holiday to create content and it makes no sense in the time but it makes so much sense when you know in in the future because you look back and go people we met like it, it's not you don't approach it with that in like as much as we just verbalize that that it's like we will get something from it but there's a, also you actually there's no promises for anything in this space so yeah it is just a great it's a it's just show of um commitment to what you're doing it's like this is the equivalent of someone going away to spend you know two weeks writing a book or painting on you know canvas and trying to create something awesome and that's this is what we're doing we're going away just working giving it a crack and mixing it up and and um committing to what this process that we have been on for the last 183 episodes and the other, the awesome thing is that we're doing it as we go. So mm. people, everyone's going to be able to follow along and be able to like, I'm excited that we still have things to share and that we can, that we can, we're going to have so much to post while we're away as well. Yeah. I was just thinking the like the daily vlogging scene, maybe it's all about having the daily talk show. It's like a podcast a day. It's like people following along people's lives through. Yeah. Podcast. Well, I think that it's like I think there's like a, a massive connection with that too, right? Mm. I think that the I love the audio form. Like I think that it's, I think that podcasting has shone a, a spotlight on it. But I think it's just only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the mm. thing that like I know that in five years' time, 
there's going to be so many more podcasts just like this doing this sort of thing because there already is radio shows just like this, but it's the difference with podcasting is you can do it on your terms. You can be a niche. Yeah. You don't have to be a mainstream. We don't need to appeal to everyone. We can have our small audience and have fun with it. And I was even mm. I was thinking about that with the guests that we've got coming on. It's like you can get a bit sort of highly strung about asking the right questions and using the time that you have. And I'm just like, the at the end of the day, we want our guests to have a great time. We want to have great time. And we want that to also be reflected, you know, to our audience as well and for them to feel great. Yeah, I heard a good perspective on the audio format, so podcasts um, versus writing, so written pieces. And yeah. written pieces are, are read by the viewer, the reader, and they're basically your, so your words are their voice in their head because they're they're repeating the words you've written, but it's in their voice. So they've got you know um, their baggage or their thoughts or you know their tone to what you were writing, even though you try and dictate that. But audio and podcasting is your voice and your words so it yeah. has a greater impact um i think I seth think, godin spoke about that with james altucher yeah that's that, right that pod, so i love that i love that thought because it's like you're yeah. totally right i mean i'm reading someone's bio and it's like you know i'm reading my inflections and and my bullshit that's going on in my head at that moment whereas if you're listening intently to someone speaking you're just processing yeah. the words that are coming to you with you know the tone that they're delivering it in so it's um it's a super powerful p- format as much as i love video i think that's why you know video yeah. is so powerful because it's it's got um it combines know, the, all the visual things. element there's so many things going on um but yeah audio is pretty personal especially podcasting yeah there's an intimacy in your ears. the fact that <laughs> yeah exactly you we're in your ears right now you might be walking driving <laughs> You might be just getting ready for the day or maybe it's uh, maybe it's Friday night and you're just having a chill night and you're in bed. Whatever it is, we're, we're glad that you listen. It's a daily yeah. talk show. It's Friday in less than three days' time on Monday. We'll be coming to you live from New York City for episode one of our US tour. Feel free to send us an email, hi at the daily talk show. Dot com. If you've got any suggestions on what we should be doing while we're in the States, if there's people we should be talking to, or also if you want to extend that conversation between just us to everyone who listens, visit our Reddit, which is reddit.com forward slash R forward slash the daily talk show. I would love for that to be a destination for us to just have great banter and share awesome shit. It's already happening. Really cool. So get involved. Yeah. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. We'll see you Monday. Catch ya. See you guys.